People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. It's not the end of the world. I'm going with you. I'll go with child. Hey, fuck you, Palmer. I'm going with you. Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit. Because the whole world gone crazy. Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes, and I'm still uh, joined by my brother, Adam, over Zoom in America. Oh, yes, yes. Inadvertently revealing that we record these back to back. Hi there, how are you doing since we last spoke all that time ago? <laughs> I'm really well. It's, uh, you know, summer is here and I'm um, enjoying the warm weather, trips to the beach, down the trips to town. Oh, we went to a really nice um, pho restaurant today. Pho. Pho. Po. The... Pho. 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 Pho is a tinky wink, is a, is a teletubby. Oh, oh. Fa, not fa, you moron. Fa. Fa. What is it? Fa. Fa. <laughs> I'm saying how it's written, fo. Yeah, but it's not written for English people to pronounce, is it? In Vietnamese, it's pronounced fa. Okay, fa. We went to a really nice fa restaurant today for lunch. It was really, really nice. It reminded me when we went to I that. I can't think about fur. It's <laughs> so hot here. Why are we eating soup in the middle of the summer? It was. It was a windy. It was a bit windy earlier, so it was. It was nice. But it was. It was a good restaurant. So if you're ever in Aarhus, you should go check out that that restaurant. Mm-hmm. So um, we've been doing. Denmark's been doing pretty well in the Euros. So far. yeah, I was going to say some of it. We're watching the bloody football, and it's uh, yeah. It turned Saturday. Denmark playing quarter final against the Czechs. Yeah, um, and and actually, uh, with that in mind, I have a a, a film uh, to recommend that is actually, um, that is actually Czech. Oh, okay. I, I know. Can you believe it? Um, <laughs> I um, is it on the Criterion uh, Channel? It, it is on the Criterion Channel, but it is actually quite well known, at least to um to uh, nerds. Is it and, directed um, by Milos Forman? It is directed by Milos Forman. I challenge you to name another Czech director right now. I can't. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten who directed the movie Daisies, which is also a Czech film, I think. You should check. You should check who directs that. <laughs> you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Nice. You see, that's what when, when, when the Danes beat the Czechs on Saturday, we can, we can say that. Or if the Danes lose to the Czechs on Saturday, we can say that as well. So either way, it works and it's funny. Yeah, it's true. So what is the Milos Forman film? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about football more. Oh, oh sorry. No, um, no, well, we could talk about football. We could, we could put, we could put that on the back burner for a little bit. Um, I have to say, I was the whole Christian Eriksen thing. That was completely shocking. Awful, that was awful, awful, awful. that was un, unheard of, and it's I, well, it's happened before, but it hasn't happened in that kind of a uh, hasn't happened on a stage quite that uh, like. Public, I guess, like in a, in a, at a match that enormous, but it does happen from time to time that footballers um, collapse, and many of well, many of the unfortunate young chaps who've suffered in that way have not survived. So it's a miracle that uh, he's still with us. But yeah, um, that was I watched it. Um, I was on my own, and I was it was very um, frightening to watch. But luckily, he's alive, and he yeah. may even play again. Who knows? But um, 
But after that, you know, the the, the team is really um, just... They've been having a sort of minute, bit of a comeback, which is nice. Yeah, they've, they've, they've really kind of used it as a way to come together and um, win some bloody games. So, um, you know, apologies to the Welsh listeners that we have uh, about that and, and any Russian listeners that we have, which is which probably just like, you know... Um, some kind of like KGB listening station at this point. Saying, Why are we listening to this bullshit about movies? There's no intelligence here, only stupidity. Um, yes, yeah, so thank you for that very cliched Russian accent. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, okay. Let's. This is not a football podcast. Um, I, uh, I. 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 Go Danes. Go Danes. Um, the, the Czech film that I'm recommending ahead of Denmark's. Or by the time you're listening to this, after Denmark's, uh, unless you get this edited in time, uh, after Denmark's uh, smashing win slash um, crushing defeat uh, are at the hands of uh, of uh, the Czech Republic uh, on uh, Saturday, um, I uh, am recommending uh, a Milos Forman film. Now, the reason I uh, watched this was because uh, the other day in our film group, we were talking about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and the convener of the film group, the aforementioned Richard Bruno, recommended um this film which is called fireman's ball and i am recommending it to you i have not seen that film but i've seen that arrow academy has that available on their website so anytime they have like a good deal sale going on i want to get a hold of that movie they have a few of his films some of his old uh czech new wave movies on there which i really want to get a hold of yeah i mean um it's it's the first czech film is the only czech film i've seen um, although there is one, which is like a three and a half hour medieval epic, which sounds very interesting that I want to watch, whose name completely escapes me right now. But, you know, the, the, the Czech, Czechoslovakia, later the Czech Republic, you know, has had a really interesting history, uh, really interesting sort of cultural output. And, you know, the fact that Václav Havel, you know, a playwright and, and writer actually becomes president of Czech, uh, of Czechoslovakia, you know, of Czech Republic, or I can't remember which, uh, he, you know, is speaks to like the level of uh, serious culture there is there is, you know, such an ancient and sort of vibrant um, corner of Europe. Um, and, um, and yeah, it sort of comes across in this, uh, in this sort of offbeat, like, gently satirical comedy about this hapless group of old firemen who uh, want to throw a party where they're going to do uh, where they're going to give a um uh, a prize to their you know a retired colleague and um and everything that can go wrong goes wrong and they try to have a beauty contest which i think you know which goes spectacularly wrong but also sort of pokes fun at the um at the male gaze which is uh, welcome and um there's some great there's a great running gag about the stealing of raffle prizes, um, and a, um, a just a, just a wonderful set of like of, of really just gently farcical um, comedic set pieces, um, and it's uh, it, it it is uh, it's a very digestible length. It's an hour and fifteen minutes, I think, um, and um, you know it, it's uh, it's. It's a film about, as much as anything else, it's a film about a community. It's really interesting because when I was watching it, I couldn't help thinking of Michael Cimino's uh, Deer Hunter and the opening scenes of that. And it's just because it's like, you know, you, you're filming just a, a party. And I can't help wondering if Cimino watched this because it's that same uh, over the shoulder kind of camera work that he uses uh, 
in you know in the wedding scene in in the deer hunter that's a play here like you really feel like you're at this party you really feel like you're sort of moving around you know trying to get a beer or like you know stubbing out the cigarette treading on people's feet on the dance floor like you really you really feel this film it's really um um it's a it's a it's a brilliant kind of um immersive experience and it, it almost entirely takes place in this one location um so it has safe. like a theatrical kind of vibe to it almost right although i think it would be almost impossible to do theatrically because i think the crowd and the claustrophobia of the crowd sort of is, is one of the big contributing uh, factors of why the film is so um interesting um there are just there's some great like sort of bits of physical comedy there's some um you know there's this one uh the, the beauty contest is just when they're trying to select contestants there's this one like old guy who keeps wanting to put his daughter forward who keeps appearing um like at the edge of the of the group of guys who are trying to um to decide who it is and, and he just has this brilliantly kind of like insane sort of quiet about him and you just feel like he could do anything at any point and um you know the 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 types are all really well drawn i mean i think it's one of those univers this could be in any language and you'd get the, the comedy of it but i think there's something i can't help be suspecting that there's something very very czech about this even though i wouldn't know having not been to that yeah. part of the world not knowing the cultures are that there is something in there and i and i can't also help thinking about the um the communist party and the communist yeah. system at that time the so you know the 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 warsaw pact which you know Czechoslovakia <laughs> found itself a part of and um you know and i and i know from talking about uh the um about milos foreman that apparently he drew a lot of the um inspiration for the insane asylum uh, and nurse ratchet from um you know in cuckoo's nest from the, the his experience growing up in in communist uh czechoslovakia so it's interesting to see that even though this is not i couldn't detect any note of sort of anti-communism in this but there was a sense of um uh there was a sense of sort of quiet satire and um and certainly a satire of like self-important institutions which i suppose you would associate with some of those regimes uh although you'd also associate them with capitalist regimes i mean i feel like that's that's not a that's that's kind of a, a um that yeah goes from, from across the political spectrum the um <clears throat> the, the, there is a there is a sense that there's like there's a great deal of materialism in this film and um and a lot of jokes about like um you know what it is you know what's actually valuable in life you know the raffle table is is hilarious because things keep disappearing from it but they're always sort of food or drink based and the only things that are left on it are these like terrible like dolls and shit like that that no one wants um and then at the end a guy whose house actually burns down is given everyone's raffle tickets but he's oh, right. like i can't use these for anything i need money <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, there is a sort of satire in that but it's not a, it's not direct it's not um it's not personal it's not like um it, you know it feels safe in that way it feels like this film if i was a a, a, a communist partisan checking this out or you know what do they call it a, a uh, a commissar you know looking at this movie and you know scanning it for uh uh for for sort of subversive propaganda i wouldn't necessarily be able to find anything um too direct but it is it is really interesting there's also a a, a moment in the film where um the uh, the kind of brass band who are playing throughout this party playing quite sort of central european almost sort of germanic 
marching style music. They play a version of a Beatles song at one point. I think it's Love Me Do or um, Interesting. Or early singles, which I, I, I was like, what did they play? And then it sort of dropped out. So that, that was interesting too. And I wondered if that would have been sanctioned. I mean, this film was made in the mid 60s, I think 67, it says here uh, on Letterboxd. So, you know, I, I, to what extent was that allowed? Or maybe, you know, so. Um, and I, I, I seem to remember a story about the Moody Blues uh, becoming, um, was it White A Shade Of Pale or Night In it wasn't Night In My Second, but probably White A Shade Of Pale or something like that became a big um, anthem in the, um, in the youth like protests in Prague or something. I need to like check my check out the facts on that story. Yeah. Um, but like, so I, I wonder like whether that was sort of snuck in under the radar or something, but it feels like there's a lot going on here just be, beyond the farce, but you can definitely just watch it and enjoy it as a, as a fun little throwaway comedy. It sometimes drags a little bit. Like I feel like it could, it, even though it's a, a an hour and 15 minutes long, it occasionally feels a little bit, like it's too long like yes. i feel like it should be snappier here and there i do feel like there could be a little bit more um contextual information about the town the society and so on but for what it is this is a really uh this is really well worth your time and it is on the criterion collection in the u.s um yeah i think it is as you say it's available through apple uh, apple no um arrow films, arrow films. yeah you can yeah. i think it, i you think get it on dvd you can get on Blu-ray, and I also think like Arrow have their own streaming service, so you can probably find it on there as well. Um, if you're located in England or in America, it's pretty you can get a hold of it, but uh, I can't so much here. I can get a hold of the Blu-rays, but I can't get a hold of the streaming service. Yeah, or, or, or maybe, or yeah, change my VPN or whatever. But yeah, you can also rent it on iTunes or probably something like that. I was just looking up a little bit of it just now. Um, it was the last film that he made in Czech Czechoslovakia before going to America and making films there. And it was his first film he shot in color. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah I, yeah, I think he taught film for a while at like Columbia or something. He, he, he seems just like a really interesting, um, yeah, really interesting fella. He's not around anymore, is he? No, he passed away in 2018. And I think I might be mistaking him with someone else, but I think he actually helped uh helped get uh the european film college the film school i went to here in denmark i think he was part of he was on the board at one point or he helped cement it or something like that he helped start it up or or he was like he was instrumental with getting it going i think like a sponsor oh, that, for it that argues for him i mean he yeah. certainly made some interesting films i mean amadeus is one of my favorite movies ever um amadeus 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 <laughs> Speaking of commissars, um, but then I didn't really like the People versus Larry Flint. I watched that. I haven't, I know, I haven't seen that yet, but I did like quite hard going. Yeah, I've only seen like a little bit of it. I haven't seen like the whole. I would like to watch it because I do like Woody Harrelson. But um, mm. uh, yeah, yes, he, he did make a film. He he didn't make a film after two thousand and six, which was the movie Goya's Ghosts with um, Javier Bardem, Natalie Portman, and Stellan Skarsgård. That sounds like it could go either way. He did a movie called Ragtime, which is based off the book by E.L. Doctorow. Um, he did a film of Ragtime? How interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. E.L. Only... Doctorow, by the way, is a fantastic uh, writer. Uh, what was? He also died uh, recently. And yeah. um, he's written some really, really great uh, historical novels, including Ragtime, but also The Waterworks and The March. Um, yeah, there's a few of his books I really want to read. Well, 
Um, and and oh, actually, one of my favorite films that Milos Forman did was the Jim Carrey film Man on the Moon about uh, Andy Kaufman. Uh, I've not seen that. That's a very good film. It's a very tough film to watch because Andy Kaufman was a very uh, controversial and very um, quite complex figure. And um, it, Jim Carrey is just amazing in the film. I didn't see the documentary where apparently he went full method acting and was apparently he, he became Andy Kaufman, that persona throughout the whole of the film. And there's like a whole mm. documentary about it. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, it does feel like sometimes with these, the people who play certain parts that there are these sort of eerie connections. Like with, uh, I always think about the, the um, Vivian Lee Blanche Dubois thing where late in life she sort of started confusing her on-screen persona with her real life which is very sad of course yeah and um, you know there are certain other people who have either taken it too far at Daniel Day-Lewis or, uh, well, or I mean, have, uh, I, well speaking of Daniel Day-Lewis I did hear about this through the GQ do this like retrospective of people's careers and they did one about Tim Roth where he was in a film adaptation of Rosencr uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstone are dead which uh, I think starred Gary Oldman. It was directed by Tim Tom Stoppard, and um, it was based on his play. And apparently, Daniel Day Lewis was was going to star in the movie, but at this time when he was, they were going to start shooting. He was and he was working as ha he was playing Hamlet on stage, and apparently he had a fucking meltdown because he thought he saw his the father the ghost of his own father because he was so into the role of the movie or something, and he had and he quit acting for a period of time to sort of get over it. I'm not quite sure if that's all true or he said like something else or he just I think he just had a meltdown on stage and that happened yeah I mean it's um yeah I love that uh, I, 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 yeah I love those stories about like actors who like completely gets lost in the role and then I also love the classics of the Robert Mitchum approach where it's just like you show up and you read your lines I think there's like there are there are lots of ways of doing it and um it's just yeah it's a shame how so often it gets kind of you know there, there's a sort of sense of judgment around it or something and things get caricatured but I do think that that each you know each to their own and every you know you can't deny that Daniel Davis is not no I'm not I'm not I'm not criticizing Dan Dill. he is a he is a fantastic actor but I think when other actors do it like Shia LaBeouf when they try to go method it just becomes a bit pretentious and stupid right it's that yeah there are it's it's almost like sort of you know, you can't, there's only one Brando, you know? <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, I know. It's just like, I don't know, you just, you know, you hear stories about Jared Leto during when he was playing the Joker in Suicide Squad and how he immersed in the role he was and apparently he sent like pranks, gifts to, to people like that. It's just kind of crazy how far people take it and people are just like, I'm just acting. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah, just just leave me alone. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Um, but no, the fireman's, the fireman's Ball, I do want to check that out, yeah. Yeah, seriously fun movie and um, uh, very much a kind of nice little uh, delectation for, you know, a nice a, a sort of midweek, I'm at home, it's a pandemic, what am I going to watch kind of situation. So, um, yeah, I can't recommend it highly enough. Um, you know, if you like me, you've watched no films from uh, that part of the world, uh, you should check it out. <laughs> yes. And also do check out that film, Daisies. I did find out who directed the movie. It was a female director called Vera uh, Chitalova, who uh, oh. re who recently passed away in oh, no. passed away in 2014. Um, but I would like I would like to see if any or other of her other films are available because Daisies is a very very experimental film and uh, also a film that is a bit of a satire as well so i think there is a trend with a lot of these czech uh, czech new wave movies 
Interesting. Well, um, well, I think that's uh, that's our kind of um, right there. That's our uh, instruction to go and watch more Czech films. And th this came out in 1966, so the year before. Yeah. Um, well, well, well. It's a very 60s movie. Well, and it's also on the Criterion collection. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's going straight on the watch list. Um, cool. Well, uh, all right then. Uh, shall we? Shall we go? Yes. Well, yeah, do do uh, check out uh, our various little things like our blog. You can also send us an email, homesmoviespodcast at gmail.com. No, whatever. No, it's fine. Um, it's it's there if they want to say Maybe anything. Just, yeah, not really, but I double checking now and again. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can follow us on Letterboxd. I can attach the Letterboxd uh, list and you can see what films we've been recommending over the past yeah. year. And you can also check out our Bond Backwards episodes as well because they were very good fun to do. And uh, yeah, um, anything else you want to add? Well, no, we're going to do a new project um, yes. called um, Top Tens. Should we talk a little bit about it? Just briefly. I mean, I feel like it, it pretty much explains itself. Yes. Right? If we're saying our new project is called Top Tens and it's about Top this, Tens of. We're going to pick a theme. Yeah. Like, for example, the best. Um, films about love or um, <laughs> love. marriage, uh, or, marriage. Or, yeah, exactly. Or the best films about um, uh, sex, boats, or the best uh, shash, uh, or the best films about uh, yeah, uh, or the best films with a boat chase, or the living like that, or the best oh. films with a, uh, a better shoot out, film, shoot out, or like the best. Uh, the, the best films about gambling, the best casino scenes in movies, the best heist movies, the best um, uh, 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 films about unrequited love, films about um, doomed love, films about un, un, uh, un, un uh, star-crossed uh, tragic love. Uh, that is doomed love. I mean, yeah, other yeah, kinds yeah. of love, uh, terrible love, bad marriages, good marriages. <laughs> um, films about children, films it's about like, adults. My films marriage about is fine. <laughs> yeah. Films about death, films about life, films, yeah, about, growing yeah, yeah. Up, films about growing down. Yes. Uh, it is, uh, it is going to be, we're going to do top 10 lists uh, of all sorts yeah. of things. So, so we're going to ask, we're gonna ask our audience to get involved. Aren't we? Yes. And if you do follow us on Twitter, do check us out at, at Homes Movies Pod. And if you see the posts, do give us your films about your top five or top 10 of uh, this, the theme that of we any choose. Any given theme that we will, yeah. we will give you in advance. Uh, we yes. will read out some of those on the podcast if they are submitted. If they are not submitted, we will ignore it because <laughs> that will be embarrassing. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so don't um, don't hesitate to write uh, to us on the Twitter and the, and the other platforms because it would be interesting to have, like, an audience... Um, what is that? Participation. Participation. Yes. Yeah. And of course, if you uh, write something that is bullshit, we'll point that out. Uh, so, yes. um, yeah. No spam tweets. <laughs> well, you can't get a spam tweet. If it's, if it's a spam tweet, that's just a, well, it's just a tweet. All tweets are spam. <laughs> Everything is spam on Twitter because Twitter is, is the home of the devil. Um, but, um, <laughs> but it is... Uh, Curse you, Jack Dorsey. Yeah. It is, um, it, it, it is a good way of communicating. It, for, for a cesspool, it's a pretty social place. And, uh, yeah, I like I've, I've had some good interactions with people, and yeah, and I've had some good back and forth with people. So for me, it's been fine. Yeah. And, you, and also, the thing is, if you see a bad thing, you could just scroll through it, or you could mute it. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
uh, or you can take your phone and throw it in the bin and read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, exactly. So that's uh, that's that's another option. But anyway, uh, so what, that's, what, that's are you, what are you reading at the moment? Just out of curiosity, I'm reading a book about the Second World War. Um, I'm reading the second volume of a trilogy about the Pacific War uh, by Ian W. Toll, which is very uh, engaging. But I did before that. I read a couple of fun little novels. One of which was by our father's favorite author, Tony Hilleman. Um, mm. So, what about you? What are you reading? Uh, at the moment, I'm reading a book called The Heavenly Table, written by Donald Ray Pollock, who wrote the book uh, The Devil All the Time, which was released uh, on Netflix last year. Uh, it's a very interesting book. It's a bit of a uh, uh, bandit movie. It's about three brothers who are trying to... It's after their father has just died and they're going across America and they rob and kill along the way. So it's a little bit of a Western. It's set during the... the it's sort of set around the time when the Americans joined the First World War and it's set in, like, Tennessee or not... Like, where Knockham Stiff is, that sort of... That area where he's from. It's a very interesting right. book. Very sort of uh, bleak and dark and darkly comedic as well. Interesting. Well then, um, you've got a couple of free book recommendations there. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we'll be back. And uh, but it's the summer, so you know. It's yeah, kind we, of yeah, we will. Well, we'll have these episodes out, and um, yeah, so we might be taking a little bit of hiatus before we do the top tens sort of thing. Yeah. But, so um, do, but do check us out on Twitter and we'll be posting things on there. Like if I ever post a review or if you post an essay or whatever, if, then we'll put some something for so long. I really need to get back together. Yeah. Okay. All right. It could, um, just, it could just be a paragraph or just be like, this was good. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that's really worth the candle. But all right. <laughs> um, uh, uh, let's go. Let's get sure. out of here. All right. Uh, have a good day, everyone. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. Bye. Bye.